It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. And now a word from our sponsor, Ethico. In the intricate world of ethics and compliance, each second is precious. And slow case closures are more than just delays, they're missed opportunities. Enter Ethico. Our solution revolutionizes case management, cutting case closure times in half, and turning every challenge into a chance for improvement. Imagine a workspace where efficiency and compliance coexist harmoniously. Don't just dream of faster resolutions, make it your reality. Visit ethico.com slash CPN today to book a demo and dive into our exclusive white paper by Tom Fox, 2023, the year in compliance. Empower your team with the tools they deserve. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. Each January, I run a podcast series that gives you one thing you can do at little or no cost for your compliance program with three key highlights. And once again, we're doing it in January 2024. I know you'll enjoy 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. Day 15, Monitoring and Improvement of Internal Controls. What happens when controls are continually overridden? Does that necessarily mean that companies are engaging in activities that violate the FCPA or such other laws as Sarbanes-Oxley? Christina Ravello said that she would start out with some basic questions, such as how often would something be manually approved? How often are controls skipped? What are the level of approvals that you have and what is your documentation? What are the reasons and what are you documenting after a certain department is requiring those overrides? While it can indicate a company lacks a culture of compliance or that everything is an emergency, it might mean something else. It might mean your internal controls need to be evaluated, then recalibrated. The Department of Justice calls this continuous monitoring leading to continuous improvement. Joe Orengel, co-founder of Visual Risk IQ, calls it continuous controls monitoring. However, many compliance professionals, and particularly lawyers, think that once a control is in place, it's set in stone and it's there forever. This derives from the unfortunate fact that once again, many compliance professionals and most lawyers do not understand internal controls. Yet, internal controls, much like the rest of a compliance program, can and should be continually monitored and continually improved based upon the information about such things as the number of overrides. Such a review can be evidence of a management problem or a culture of noncompliance at the organization. However, it could be that perhaps controls need to be adjusted. How do you assess and then update your internal controls? Companies should also think about updating and reviewing their controls at least annually. In this manner, they can identify any violations of their internal controls. It also allows a deep dive into any specific area of internal control failures. Another approach would be more robust internal controls through greater monitoring of them. For example, you could review your internal controls quarterly to allow you to spot any trends that are moving in the wrong direction. You can even start by having your compliance function perform a self-review of its internal controls and test exemplar transactions. This is not a full-blown audit, but simply a desktop testing to make sure controls are being properly followed. 
Once again, simply because there is a control override or excessive use of compensating controls does not mean something is illegal. It may mean that the internal control is not working as it was designed. Christina Ravello said it would be of an instant of too short an approval time period. Employees need a little bit longer because depending on their industry or how their business works. This also helps to identify frustrations from employees where there is a control. But every time it needs to be executed, it's impossible to do so or impossible to comply in a 100% manner. These quarterly reviews can then be collated into an annual report for review and assessment. And the report can form the basis of the annual report to the Compliance Committee of the Board of Directors or even the full Board of Directors. The key is to have a process for monitoring the controls and taking input literally from each line of defense. If a control is overridden too often, you need to change it. If a control is ineffective, you can use that information to craft a new internal control. Internal controls are not static but dynamic and with proper oversight, you can set up internal controls and literally improve them with appropriate documentation. Hint, document, document, document. Christina Ravello emphasized that it's not simply identifying the issues but remedying them as well because that actually might look worse if you identify a lot of issues but do not fix them. You are better off remediating everything that you are identifying. From there, you can conduct a root cause analysis to determine why there was a failure in a control or a violation of a compliance procedure. She concluded, you really need to do that in an in-depth manner and then remediate. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, an internal control override is not necessarily a bad thing if proper procedures are followed. Companies get into trouble when controls are overridden, but there's no procedure for them to follow. Number two, Internal controls are not set in stone. They are dynamic, not static, and always remember that. Number three, the key is to have a process for monitoring the controls, taking input literally from each line of defense going forward. Join us tomorrow for day 15, where we discuss the monitoring and improvement of your internal controls. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.